And um, let's go to our scripture now. Psalm 116. Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. The pains of death surrounded me, and the pains of Sheol laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low, and he saved me. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore I spoke. I am greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. May God bless the reading of his holy word. Last Thursday was Toda Day, and I hope everyone had a happy Toda Day. Now you're probably asking yourselves, he must mean a happy Thanksgiving Day, or what in the world does Toda mean? I'm glad you asked, because that's exactly what I'm going to talk about tonight. But before we find out what Toda means, we're going to find out what the English Dictionary says Thanksgiving Day means. The American Heritage Dictionary defines Thanksgiving Day as a national holiday set apart for giving thanks to God. Celebrated in the United States on the fourth Thursday in November and in Canada on the second Monday of October. It's also called Thanksgiving. The word Thanksgiving by itself means an act of giving thanks, an expression of gratitude, especially to God. Now these Definitions sound pretty good, but when they are compared to Todah, we will see how they fall short of what Thanksgiving means biblically. 
Again, todah, you probably already guessed, in the Hebrew is translated thanksgiving. In uh, Psalm 116.17, we just read, I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Now this word todah has three essential ideas in its meaning, which are confession of sin, the giving of a thank offering to God in accordance with the ceremonial laws in Leviticus, or just thanking God for forgiving us our sins as we acknowledge it and abandon it. And there's really a a kind of a meeting with a, a thanksgiving choir. As soon as we see the idea of confession of sin included in Todah, we immediately depart from the world's idea of thanksgiving. Last Thursday, the people outside of Christ, the people who belong to this present evil world, supposedly gave thanks to God according to the dictionary definition. They looked around at their fine family, their fine house, their fine car or cars, etc., etc., etc. And as they looked, they were deceived into thinking they are rich and that they do not need much more than they already have. In reality, they are bankrupt. While it is true that God in his providence has given them what they have, it's also true that unless they admit that they're bankrupt, unless they confess their sin to him and trust in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, they are lost forever. And they are still under the wrath of God. Remember, John 3.36, we think of John 3.16 a lot of time, but... John 3.36 has a lot to say also. He who believes in the Son has eternal life. But he who does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on them. It's my prayer for the unbelievers that I know that they had a lousy Thanksgiving. I hope they looked around at their loving families and at their beautiful possessions and yet really found out in their souls that they are bankrupt as far as God is concerned. I hope they got an empty feeling in their stomach and realized that something is missing in their lives. They are separated from God by their sin. Then I pray that God showed them their sin, brought them to confess it, and brought them to salvation in Jesus Christ. I hope last Thursday was the beginning of many happy todas for many people. And now we come to the second thrust in the meaning of todah. Here we find the idea of thanksgiving to God because it is only by his grace that we have acknowledged and abandoned sin. Surely we as Christians in the United States enjoy freedom of worship and ownership of material possessions beyond many of our Christian brothers and sisters 
elsewhere in the world. We've been so greatly blessed by God in these things that sometimes we forget what is the greatest blessing of all. King David was also blessed by God with freedom of worship, worldly success, and an abundance of material possessions. And he, too, sometimes sinned and forgot God's greatest blessing. But by God's grace, David repented, and in Psalm 32, he reminds us what God's greatest blessing is. Psalm 32. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old, through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned to the drought of summer. That's what, what I was praying for, the Unbeliever might have that feeling and emptiness in their bones. Then verse 5, I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which must be harnessed with bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. There it is. There it is. One little psalm right there. That's it. Be glad. Rejoice. Shout for joy. If you know God truly through Jesus Christ. It's only because of the grace of God that David acknowledged his sin and repented. And it's only because of God's grace that we acknowledge our sin and repent. Yes, we as Christians can shout for joy with David because God has had mercy upon us. And our sins are forgiven. We're no longer separated from God. Even if we were to lose all that we hold dear in this world, we would still be as rich as anyone can be. God, in His sovereign mercy and grace, sent His beloved Son to die for us, to live and to die for us. And He rose again because He's risen those who trust in him will rise also. But sometimes Christians are like this grave digger that I heard about. 
there was this Texas billionaire who was dying. He knew he was dying. And there was something he loved. He just loved so much uh, that uh, he possessed. He had this beautiful Rolls Royce car. And uh, he just loved to drive around in it or have his servants drive him around in it. And uh, he told his people that he wanted to be buried in his Rolls Royce. So uh, he died and um, they had, of course, get heavy machinery out to build a grave big enough to hold a Rolls Royce. And, of course, they needed a crane to lift up the Rolls Royce and lower it into the grave. And so they sat him up in the driver's seat uh, in the Rolls Royce. And um, as he was being lowered into the grave, he was sitting upright and there was a grave digger just kind of leaning on his shovel and looking at him as he was going down into the grave. And the grave digger said, man, that's living. We don't want to be like that grave digger and envy the dead people we see walking around with their worldly treasures. Let us realize that we are the ones who are really living. And we have the everlasting treasure. And then give thanks to God that this living goes on forever and ever and ever. And this brings us to the third thrust in the meaning of Torah, which has the idea of a a thanksgiving choir. Um, And this meaning can be found in Nehemiah 12.40, where we read, Then the two thanksgiving choirs took their stand in the house of God. So did I, and half of the officials with me. Nehemiah and the other people were here joyfully thanking God for enabling them to complete the wall of Jerusalem. And they were dedicating the wall to him. Well, here we sit right now, but we stand as the company from Pole Tavern, gathered together as the living house of God. And now we need to joyfully give thanks to him for building his wall of salvation around us. And as we give thanks with our lips, let's also prove our words by living joyful, obedient lives to his glory. Finally, when we think of thanksgiving, remember Todah truly means thanksgiving for a Christian. And when the time for prayer comes in our daily thanksgiving and next Thanksgiving holiday, let us confess our sins and our unworthiness to receive even the least of God's blessings. Then let us give thanks to God for all our blessings, but always especially for bringing us to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ so that he could save us for his glory for eternity. And then, let us 
join the thanksgiving choir. I love to come to worship and sing with the Lord's people. It's just so wonderful. Everyone lifts their voice and we have a wonderful Christian band with the music and helping us sing. And it's just so wonderful. And this Thanksgiving choir, remember, is made up of all who love him here on earth and all who love him in heaven. And we can sing his praises with our lips and show forth his praise in our lives. If you're an unbeliever today, God is calling you to repent, reaching out with the hand of salvation. Repent and trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. May God have mercy on you and give you the grace to believe. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, again we thank you for your great love to us. Thank you for your word. Thank you that we know what thanksgiving truly is in accord with your word. Help us, Lord, to be ever more faithful, rejoicing in you more and more and more. And we pray that uh, you'll give us such rejoicing that witnessing about you will not be a chore, something we really have to be anxious about, but it would flow from lives filled with thanksgiving. And we pray that you'd come soon, Lord Jesus, and pray in your precious name. Amen.